0: Six Pack at and uh, just giving an apology straight off, just like before the previous episode, my microphone for this episode, um, during the recording, I could not tell it was crackly, but it, it, afterwards, listening back, it definitely is. There's four hosts, the other three hosts all have beautiful mics, for some reason my mic wasn't Tested it out, the mic is good now, but the recording is already done, so apologies ahead of time but the content the sound the research is sound three or four mics are good hopefully you could muscle your way through it and enjoy the podcast with no further ado here is the european championship preview show part Two. (laughs) Six pack lap it at the boys are back minus Rory, but we got Tori and we are on to the women's European championship for this episode. We're going to do division by division, the women's open, and we'll do a little bit of highlights if there's anybody we want to talk about in the juniors and possibly masters as well. And we'll do it like we always do with the lightest of the weight classes. Beginning in the 47s, and we had a bit of a breakthrough star here. I'm not going to give my prediction first, but it's got to be said, holy smokes, as Tur- Turbo Tiff turned it on go- after the World Championships. Um, going in, her total was 370. And the Pena Disciple came into the World Championships just below the 400 mark as a 20-year-old. Hitting a 397 and a half, surprising a lot of people. It was the biggest total we had in years for that weight class and um in at the world championships, and has since put together some gym totals of 410 in his jonesing to break the IPF World Championship open record in the 47s. Long time held um Bill Aaron, can you help me with the pronunciation of the lady's name?
1: Good,
2: Arian.
0: There it is. Heather Connor unofficially breaking in at the U.S. Raw Nats, but I believe Tiffany Chapon is looking for a 410. Um, Heather Connor actually hit a 410 in Ireland. Uh, So an unofficial world record there, but we'll see where Tiffany ends up. Uh, But at 20 years old, you know, she was a. That that
1: was an an illegal meet.
0: That shit didn't count. But uh, unofficially, but still it's. It's, um, at 20 years old, considering that she was a teen earlier on in this year. And now we're talking the way we're talking. She's swinging with, you know, people like Heather Connor, who was ahead of the pack so far ahead of the pack with the 47s previously. And then to think by the end of the year, Tiffany's right there and, um, Wiley Jang and and like who's a legend, an Olympic gold medalist, a champion in equipment, out of equipment. It is insane. That Turbo Tiff this quickly has established herself, and we're having this conversation. But here we are, you know. Well, we started at 2021, and where we're finishing, Turbo Tiff has put on so many kilo onto her total already, um, from 370 to 397 and a half. It's nutso. So, and now she might take the all-time record officially under international standards. It's pretty crazy stuff. So I'm excited to see it. And then we have the rest of the field here. Who wants to go first?
1: Yeah. I mean, so I'm pretty sure, I mean, I think we're all going to agree that, you know, Turbo Tiff will take this one, um, try to push that world record. Um, She she actually competed after world championships also, where she had a 402, but she missed her third squat. So that would have gave her like a 405 total. Um, I know she's totaled more in the gym recently, but you know, I feel like, if you're not being opposed by anything and there's nothing else going on, might as well load up that world record on the deadlift and see what happens kind of thing right at the end. Um, so that would be cool. Plus, yeah, I mean, so, um, and then she actually made three benches this time, instead of having a heart attack on, on the benches as she did at world, which is um, was interesting to say the least. But um, so here, I actually have uh, Lenka from great Britain coming in second and Karen from Italy coming in third. Um I just don't know anything about Emma from Sweden. she's ranked second here, but um she you know seems like she's a bench press only lifter where she and her other results were from a couple of years ago and they were quite quite lower than her nominated total so um I'm not saying it's fake, but again, I haven't seen it in competition in black and white, so I'm gonna think it's fake
0: <laughs> what what was your what was your scouting telling you, Tori? when you took a look at this
3: the same as bill this is actually it's crazy this is this meet will be like exactly one year from tiff's first meet which is so (laughs) insane to think that wow (laughs) it's her one year powerlifting anniversary and she's gonna i think she's gonna break the total world record she's her gym lifts are looking amazing, and she's still like barely filling out the weight class. So, I have her in first, and I, I think she'll break the the total and the also the squat world record. She just squatted in training as well. And then I have Lenka in second. She just recently competed with a three thirty two total, and uh, Karen Angelini with a three thirty total as well. Um, I'm not sure when that three. 30 total was from um, I
0: think it was from August your scouting report I got it pulled up yeah so, for so, that, so that could be a
3: little battle uh, for second and third I guess they're pretty close
0: yeah two kilos spread um, you know what I didn't realize turbo that's actually a bit of a story there on your one year anniversary you break the all-time record in the open at 20 years old that's freaking insane that's when you're a phenom who does that in a year who starts a sport and a at, like you're a teenager and you're like in a year's time I'm going to be breaking all-time world records where like Olympic gold medalists had that record and yeah I'm, I'll take that like that's 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 like stuff that people say when they enter the sport and they're like you're gonna get humbled a reality check's gonna come progress isn't that quick it's like oh my god um but here we are and um I also, I'll go first before you there, Ian, but I also am going to take Lenka uh, for the silver medal. She did a 10-kilo jump in her total in 2021. The progress has been good, so progress is on her side. And when she did her third, or 332.5, she went 8 for 9. Um, so if she can make it a 9 for 9, maybe the spread's even a little greater over Karen Angelini. But uh, Angelini is real close. I mean, 330.5, and she went 9 for 9 to hit that. So it's a super tight battle for the rest of the podium, but I think all eyes are going to be on Turbo Tiff because I swear she is a star in the making. Um, who knows how far she's going to take it at only 20 years old. And um, to your point, she's just now starting to fill out. Like She doesn't cut. She's, she for a long time was underweight, and was and without cutting just under and now she's starting to get to the top of 47 but not any water cut at all no cutting meat she shows up at this so who knows when she starts actually filling out and actually does like a little cut nothing major a couple pounds here and starts getting like it's it's just the total's gonna keep going up you know mass moves mass um bill what are your thoughts sir i went first or sorry area
2: uh similar thoughts as far as uh tiffany i'm, I'm unsure if she can get the world record or not because like looking at some of her training going into worlds like she did like a 150 squat fairly easily going the worlds and then at world she did 150 and missed the 153 and then you know she does the 90 kilos at the local meet afterwards that bill was talking about and then in a recent training she does like a 90 kilo touch and go bench and it was like an all-out grinder so like not sure which squat and bench, exactly where they're at. Delift looks good. She did the 167.5 clean, maybe a little bit more in the tank. I think if she can get the 153 squat, that makes it so much easier to get the 408. You don't have to delift as much, but if you only get like, you know, 150, then you're going to have to push the delift a little bit more. It might have, might have to push to 170. So I think it's going to make it, it's still doable, but it's going to be more difficult because you have to get to 410 at that point. So it's potentially there, but... Um, it just depends on what kind of turbo tiff comes that day. Since you all said that she'll break the record, I guess I'll just uh, be the dissenter and say that, you know, maybe her bench will be down a little bit. squat will be down a little bit and she'll get like just below maybe 402, 405 or something like that. And similar thing as far as uh, Emma uh, Grandlund from Sweden didn't really find much on her. She did 305 a couple years ago and then she weighed in like, you know, 50 kilos and 48 kilos, her last two bench meets. Even at 48 kilos, she did 77.5, and then she's nominated at 80 kilos on bench. So I know Sweden likes to do some tricky things sometimes, so I have to go same as you all and go with uh, Lenka for second place and Karen Angelini for third place.
0: Yeah, they're sneaky like you, sir. Game recognized game, right? <laughs> um, talking about France got shooters, moving in the 52s, another world champion, Naomi Aliber, got, uh She came out with a battle with... Um, Andy Riley and the 52s were competitive and she also ended up a battle with fellow French lifter Rico Shizuka at the IPF World Championships Um, and it was from talking to Pena Rico was pulling like the deadlifts. She didn't get the last deadlifts, but to to make it as close as they wanted. But she had hit some major deadlifts in training, and she's got a big deadlift in her. But deadlifts, looking at her open powerlifting, is a bit a little bit touch and go here with her. If she can get her deadlift on point, I'm told she's going to be it's going to be a tight battle. But they had a she had a competition um, at the girl power competition that France had, where it's essentially France versus the rest of Europe and parts of the world. And um, and she bombed out there. Let me take a look. I believe she bombed out on deadlifts. Yeah, she bombed out on deadlifts. So it's the deadlift. If she can get the deadlift under wraps and and pull it off, she's right there with Naomi Alabera. I'm told. That's what the scouting is saying. But the deadlifts are so on and off, it's hard to call. But it's a tighter race than possibly the nominations might be showing. Then we have the rest of the field here um Tori what are your thoughts on the 52s
3: I have got uh Naomi Albert locked in for first as well I think she could break Joy's 52 deadlift world record as well I'm pretty sure she's hit 90 uh 195 in training and she got really close to that at IPF worlds um I think she hit like 192 yeah yeah so I think she'll be able to break the deadlift world record as well. And then I have Rico in second. And I don't think uh, Decker Plumes, who I have in third, I don't think she'll be able to come close to Rico. Um, although she does have a world record squat, so she'll probably be looking to break that as well.
0: Yeah, she'll have a chipper plate, play, but she's a bit of a spread. Um, beneath Rico, unless something crazy. That's the thing. <laughs> Rico's a gunslinger when it comes to that deadlift, man. Sometimes she hits, sometimes she misses. And um, you can see a shake up. Bill, what are your thoughts, sir?
1: So I have uh, Naomi breaking the total world record. But the question is, is Rico gonna be able to pull last and chip the chip the existing? Um, deadlift world record to then ship the new world record total. So that's going to be the, it's going to come down to the last poll. Is Rico going to make the last poll? According to Arian, all signs point to no because it's you know trending that way, but would I like to see it and am I going to watch it? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to say Naomi wins with the world record total. Rico pulls for the win, pulls for the world record total, pulls for the world record deadlift, misses. And I also like Plune to come in third place and leave with the squat world record.
0: Um, What a freaking battle it would be for these ladies uh, in terms of Rico and Naomi to face each other at Nationals, face each other at Worlds, face each other at Europeans. They're like, you again. And they are neck and neck. And If, if you, whenever you are in a competition and you're facing a reigning world champion, it means something to beat them, especially if it's at an international level, like the European Championship, where nobody could say nothing about the judging and officiating. It'll be the same officials as they have, like at the world championship. So if you beat the reigning world champion, it'll mean something. You know, it'll be like, okay, that's what, that, that's what would have happened at worlds if I had my day. You know, it's uh, especially when it's so close. So it'll, we'll see how the rivalry kicks up. They're both in France too. And damn, is France coming out with some spectacular lifters. Um, Arian, what's your thoughts, man?
2: Similar thoughts. It was definitely interesting at World seeing uh, Naomi, like, you know, she was like making all her lifts, looking really confident out there. You think she's cruising to the win. And next thing you know, Shizuka is putting the change in the pull for the win. And you're like, how did this happen? She missed missed her, her third squat and she had missed her first deadlift. I think it was like a balance issue, something like that. And so she was right there. She had had a shot at it. Um, it was a little disappointing yeah, to see her at the local meet afterwards that she couldn't get the 185. Deliff, I didn't get to see the videos to see if it was a balance issue or what. But at least she did hit a PR on the squat, though she weighed in 52.5. So I think it would be definitely be interesting, like Bill said, like, you know, if the right Shizuka comes out and she gets that 157 squat, you know, makes a 77 or 80 bench and then tries to pull whatever she needs for world record deadlift total in the win, it's possible but with just all the up and downs of her attempts and everything like that, I just have to assume that like she might be just looking to like just come back, like you know get a total in, get second place, have some momentum to finish off the year rather than focus on pushing her numbers as hard as possible and try and go for the win. So I went with uh, Alobert for first, Shizuka for second. And then our friend from Netherlands, Plune Deckers, I put her at third because Barbara Gap only did 380 at world. So I think Plune will get 400 a little bit above. Maybe try that world record squad again, and and she'll steal the third place.
0: At the same podium as you, um, and Deckers, yes, I agree, and and she's a threat for for a record as well in And But um, I will say with Shizuka, in terms of a threat towards Naomi, um, if she feels like she doesn't have to defend silver – and by the time the deadlifts rolls around it's all it's pretty well established it might just be the case it depends on what happens in the squat and the bench um, you're right like do, if you're pen out or whoever's handling at the time do you put your foot on the gas and be like let's push this or are you playing a little safe is are things a little shaky and you just want to get some comfortable squats in if she pushes it and things are going good by the time the deadlift rolls around you know the conversation is you're not threatened for the for the silver. You're pulling for gold, baby. This is going to be we're, go, we're going all the way. Let's let's see because I'm told that 198 at Worlds was not a hail mary. I'm told that 198 Worlds is well within her her, her capabilities. So it, but the proof is in the pudding, and the deadlifts has, has been on and off. For her. Uh,
2: I'm just wondering that like you know the last meet she missed three deadlifts at Worlds. She missed her first and third. And it looks like the meet before well she missed her first and third. Do they go yeah. like extra conservative on the opener, like one seventy 170 or one seventy five to just make mm. sure she gets one in? But I guess you could still go one seventy five, one eighty five, and then one ninety six or one ninety eight. It
0: depends if you're how threatened you are. You're like that could, I could fuck up a lifter too, where you're like, whoa, that felt heavy because it's such a big jump. But some people, when it's adrenaline, they're like, it don't, it don't matter. You know, I'm going. We're rocking and rolling. It kind of depends on the lifter. Um, Yeah, it's a tough conversation, man. You know, sure as hell, you don't want her to bomb out. You don't want her bombing out. And 185 was the lift she missed at Girl Power. Yes, it's the lift that she missed on her opener at Worlds and had to retake twice to hit. And she missed it three times at Girl Power. So are you opening at one? And she missed it on her third at the French Nationals. So in 2021, she's missed 185, one, two, three, four, five times. Are you going to open with 185?
1: No, 187 and a half. Get the number. number. Get it
0: out of (laughs) her (laughs) brain. Bill's like the fortune favorites, the bold. Come on. Let's go. No,
1: no, but no, but honestly, though, like one either 82 or 87. Honestly, if she thinks it's it's not an issue to make it, it's that mental thing now, right? I've missed this number this many times. It's a mental hurdle at this point. So bump it down a little bit. I mean, that's what I would do. Or bump it up a little bit. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, cool. This is a new number. I've I've not done this ever in my my uh, my meat history here. So let's just do this number, and it makes a difference for sure.
0: Yeah. It, it, um. I mean, I think I think bump down. But um, you're right. Yeah, There's course, some people. But... Yeah, yeah. But but you're. I know what you mean. I, I get your point where there are mental blocks. When when you've had the same number on the bar and you keep missing, I say keep missing. She hit it at Worlds, so she's capable. It's there. It's just it, yeah, it's inconsistent and it's going to be dicey. But how exciting is it when you're watching European Championships and 185s on there and she hits and it's smooth and you're like, oh my god, are we about to see her her full sun capabilities right now? Like if it's like what Penn is saying and, and that she can do in the gym, that's when everyone perks up. I'm like, oh. Let's see, right? Um, I, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to call. But so anyways, 52s, while on paper, might not look super close based off of totals and whatnot, it could be a heck of a lot closer if Rico starts pulling together her deadlift. Uh, but anyways, let's move on to the 57s. Um, we have well, – Oh, who wants, who wants to go first? We have a Berglin in the mix from Sweden. Arian, give it. Give us a little fifty-seven breakdown, of kind sir.
2: Sure, I'll start. Yeah, we have a Berglin in the mix. You know, another monster bencher, but again, weaker on a deadlift, which always hurts them. Um, her bench seems to be more consistent than Eddie's, so I think uh, she'll still do well. Um, but. Maybe have a little bit of a trend here in some of my picks between the men and the women is I've been picking a lot of Brits because I think they're going to come out there. I think they're going to perform well. So I think uh, Melissa Hexter is going to do well. She's done 434.5 at her last meet a couple months ago. So I think that's going to put her in a good to- uh, spot at the top because with Olga, you know, she's getting uh, on the older side. Her best number was 427.5, so she's a little bit behind. Um, That was, you know, five months ago, six months ago. So maybe she can put some on there, but I think it'll be tough. And like I said, with Donna, it's just that Delph is not there. She just did 420 at uh, Classic Worlds. So I don't think she's going to be able to progress that much, even if she makes, you know, a little bit more on her bench to be able to catch that 434. So I kind of have it going down the way it's nominated with uh, Melissa at one, Olga at two,
0: and Donna at three. Tori, what are you thinking about that?
3: Yeah, I agree with Arian. I also have Melissa in first, and her training looks awesome as well. She's hit a lot of PRs, coming off the British Open, so I think she'll her total will be more than uh, quite a bit more than it's nominated right now. And then I I have Olga in second, but like Arian said, she she's a bit older and Donna might be able to progress a bit faster but Donna just did come off world so like how much is she gonna progress I'm gonna stick with what I had and put Melissa in first Olga second Donna third and yeah those are my picks
0: unless um yeah I mean seven and a half kilos separate Olga and Donna but Olga is definitely older and if if she regresses donna progresses but not a lot of time has passed since donna's last performance what do you think bill
1: um yeah actually um i never heard of melissa hexter before but i looked her up and she looks pretty solid for sure so i like her to come in first place olga had that 427 and a half that she did at russian nationals but that's like her best total she's had in years Mm. so home cooking, judging possibly as the, one of their celebrities over there. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but I don't see that trending still. Cause she's been in the three nineties, to low four hundreds, you know, pretty consistently for the last couple of years. So I'm going to bump her down. I'm going to take Donna into second place. And then I'm going to go with, um, uh, Jody cook in from great Britain to take third place there. Um, she had a little bit of an off meet recently where she was like 402, whatever. But I honestly think that, you know, somewhere in that 402 to 415 range will be okay for third place.
2: It, it's funny, Bill, because Melissa used to uh, live here in the States and she was a member of USAPL Maryland competed in USAPL meets. Oh yeah. So maybe that. She competed at collegiate national and stuff like that before. Uh, looks like she recently switched coaches too, so that'll be interesting to see. I don't know if they've done a meet together or not. Um, you know, the first time I was peaking with a new coach and what kind of uh, strategies they use to see if she has you know a big jump in her total or maybe the numbers don't go as well as they want to.
1: Interesting. Oh, she did one of your meets, the uh, Police Fire Nationals, bro. <laughs> American,
2: <laughs> American <laughs> Open. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Yeah, you know what? Looking at Olga's um the open open powerlifting results, you're right. The 427 and a half, I mean, we haven't seen it. They in open powerlifting, all we see is the top end lifts. They don't even show you like what she got, you know, in terms of like, was it a nine for nine situation or what it was? I would assume it's nine for nine she ended up, but the half. is the biggest toll she's had in a long time. But we're not running off a lot of information here. And um looking at the other totals she's pieced together. I mean, 2019, she had a 405.
2: Um, she up a weight class, though.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's true, too. That, that, that should also be noted. So is her total moved up? Because her body weight moved up. And is total actually a representative of what she can do with this body weight? Is that right that she's 50 years old?
2: Yeah, it says 1970.
0: That's absolutely insane.
3: She competed before I was born. <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh
2: 1999. Jeez.
0: Oh my lord. Um, yeah, hats off to her. Look at nice note there too, Arian, that maybe the the total went up and it's not an aberration maybe it is because her body weight went up and that's how that's where it is to stay. You know what? Bill you almost talked me out of it but I'm going to give I'm going to give Olga um, who's a master two. I'm going to give it to the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say, I'm still going to pick Melissa uh, for the gold, like you guys. I'm going to go Olga for second. And uh, we'll take all, you know what? I'll take Donna for third. But you almost had me talk. Bill almost said exactly <laughs> your picks after. I, you, you're so convincing, dude. You, came, you come off so convincing when you come in there. But I think I'm going to stick with the one, two, three that we see in nominations. But, um, I am interested in seeing what's going to happen with Olga at 50 years old. Like you said, when you're the living legend, is it a little bit of home cooking? You know, we've seen some people at their own nationals, you squat a little high, you're going to pass it. It's not quite the same. And you see that around, and then you go to international events and the totals come down a little bit and there's some talking excuses, et cetera. Well, let's see what happens. But uh, if she could pull this off at 50 years old, that's phenomenal. Um, all right. Let's move on to the 63s then. And we got ourselves a bit of a... sorry, sir, real quick. With the 57s,
1: um, Jay Jacoby, if she was competing in this in the open, not the juniors, she would be the European champion.
0: Yes, and she is an absolute... Yeah, the, the reigning junior world champion also was at girl power and is freaking just demolishing right now in the 57 kilo juniors um she also i think is only like 20 years old she also is yes, not she's only she's old, she's not only a junior she's a young junior she's yeah. like just in the juniors she's someone else when i was walking around the illegal headquarters it's
1: again look at you my <laughs> canadian
0: passport my back jeans federation. Hmm. Um, <laughs> i don't even know what i'm doing talking to you guys i feel dirty about it but I'm, let's do this um so when i was there i remember penna was like she'd walk by she was in the warm-up room and she left and penna was like you better keep an eye on her i was like yeah who's that he's like she's about to be the world champion because her session was up next I'm like all right say less and she freaking dominates. She did her damn thing. And she's like, she's, she's a monster for 20. She's also someone who's like Tiffany, like 20 years old, just murdering right now. Um, but yes, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch up on some more juniors. We'll take a look at some of the junior highlights because some of the junior women's have some, some killers in there, but how about the 63s? Tori, do you want to go first with the 63s young lady? Sure.
3: Um, I have Iris for first, of course. She just came off a great world's performance as well, and she's a really consistent lifter. And she has good coaches. She's a gamer; like she's gonna win this thing for sure. And then, pretty sure second place. uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Do you guys?
1: Which person? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I thought I don't know if
3: she was in good. She was in good lift as second place. Oh, as second. What country? First.
2: Pantea? Pantea. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to be like, Annie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Natalia. <or> <laughs>
1: Sophia. <laughs> Stina.
3: Sorry. Um, okay. Well, I offered for second, Pantea. Um, and then Annie and Elsa is what I'm not sure about because both of their training is going really well. So. You say Anna and Elsa?
0: Uh, Elsa Annie. from Sweden, Annie from Great Britain.
3: <laughs> it's a frozen joke, sorry. <laughs> oh. You know what? I've never seen Frozen. I'm I was say, oh my God,
0: not- you made a frozen joke. You're That's, a dad, dad right a, frozen joke?
3: That's no. a dad right there.
0: That's <laughs> a dad right <laughs> there. This is not the crowd for Frozen. Well, maybe Tori. Well, actually, yeah. maybe Tori.
3: <laughs> I've never seen it,
0: though. Oh, come on. Yes, you have. <laughs> <I haven't>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well. Who are you thinking here? Your...
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll put Annie in third. She's a really big squat, so I think that's going to be an advantage to her and then she's just a really well-rounded lifter, so I think if she can pull it together then she can secure third. But I've got Iris and Pantea for first and second.
0: It's um cuz Elsa has been at like murdering in her in her training as well, so it's it's tough to say, but um... mm.
3: but it's also not on kilos, so that makes it difficult.
0: What are you thinking here, Bill?
1: Um, So I have Iris in first place. Um, I have Annie coming in second place and Pantea coming in third just because she was heavy when she hit that 480 total. She was about 65 and a half. Um, She has made weight. She has made 63 once before for a bench-only meet. So at least she's done that before. But this will be her first full meet at 63. So, it'll be interesting to see what she can put in. So, I, you know, as far as 480, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I do think that, you know, somewhere in the 460 range, you know, maybe take 20 kilos off or so and I'll put her in there for third place.
0: At two and a half kilos over, we're talking roughly what, six pounds? Will that drop the total? She's got a bigger deadlift than Iris, and they have the same total. So it could be like a neck and neck type of deal, and she pulls last. But is she going to be neck and neck when Here she on. has to actually drop away?
1: Iris did like four ninety five at Worlds, like eight weeks ago.
0: Yeah, oh, okay, lower let me total d- in there. Okay, never mind. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the nominations. Yeah, Um, yeah. Let me pull up the uh, the World Championships.
1: Let me pull up uh, Tori's notes
0: real quick so I can look at the. <laughs> hey man, I was at the World Championships, bro. Um, Arian, what are you thinking, sir? What are you expecting from these people?
1: He just, he just totally, you didn't well, give us well, your hands?
0: We'll I back. go last. I go last, doggy. You know this.
2: We'll come back to Ryan. the, the only um, The only possible or potential downside to Iris is she's already competed like in May, and in September, and October, and now she's competing <laughs> again. So depends on like um you know and for the october one she didn't cut weight so depends on like you know the cutting the weight and peaking and and competing all these different times for all these european lifters if they're used to it or not or if she's going to take a hit but i think it's still enough the 495 if she drops a little bit because all these other lifters have some issues as well i think you know she does like the 480 or 485 she'll pull off the win with pantea yes it's it's like that total was what at 65.5 and just looking at the bench, she hit 110 bench after maxing out her squat. Then when she cut down to 62.9 to make weight, she only got 105 without having to max out the squat. So I think for sure the squat and bench will take a hit, maybe, you know, five kilos each, maybe, you know, seven and a half on squat. And she'll be down more into 465 to 470 range. But I don't think it'll be enough for Annie to catch up to her because... Uh looks like Annie has some issues too. She misses some squats, she misses some benches. She's got a really big deadlift. Maybe she can pull it off on the deadlift. Um, she's another one who's only competed, looks like in the UK really, hasn't gone international yet. So that's gonna be maybe first-time um, international travel. So I'm going with Iris 1, Pentea 2, and Annie 3. Elsa's close. Her training numbers have been looking good, but I haven't seen her post any bench press. I don't know how much the bench has progressed, but it looks like the squat has progressed, and Adele may be around that nominated 190.
0: Um, Yeah, I actually haven't. I've seen mostly uh, out of Elsa squatting dead as well. You're right. I haven't seen too much benching, which does make you ask. Although her bench... Her bench might be going well. I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of, you might, maybe she's keeping her cards to her chest, but the 495 that Iris did in Sweden, even if it does drop a little bit, it can't drop enough, especially pointing out when Pente is in terms of the body weight, um, with the previous total of 480 and she was over by that much. I mean, it's even at a at a bad day, Iris has got to be pretty well ahead then, even if it drops a little bit in terms of her total. And she might just play it to only win as well, because that's you know the best way to play it. So Iris looks like a pretty good lock. Now, how does the rest of this field shape up? Is Pentea's total going to drop enough that Annie Nelson's going to catch her? It's a bit of a gamble, isn't it?
3: I don't think the six pound cut is going to be. No? No. I just, I think that they're in a really good spot. Like this weight class isn't, it's, I don't think dropping six kilo six pounds from this weight class would be a big deal. Especially because she's not like a super small girl to begin with. I think she's at like a a healthy enough weight that like, I mean, it also depends if she's cut weight before. Um, I don't have information on that. You know, if she has some experience cutting, might not make a difference
0: the one the thing that that's that that gets my attention though from like what arian was saying was um when she did cut her bench took a pretty big hit like a five kilo drop and that might be like the, who knows there might be more to the story than that than just the weight cut but that start a five kilo drop on your bench is considerable If you're squat and dead drop in the same proportion. Now, again, that's one storyline. There might be more than just a cut around that. This is where you start story writing in the back of your head. I think I'm going to put, I'm going to go crazy here, and I'm going to put Andy Nelson over as the silver based off of this. Um, It might end up being I'm totally overreacting to the weight cut storyline, but um, a five kilo drop on bench is a lot. Might so be, you're
1: agreeing with me. That's dangerous territory. Right? I know, doggy. And I don't like it.
0: And I feel terrible about it. But I'm going to agree with you. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how this ends up playing up. Um, we'll move forward now into the 69. So the, the, the queen of the 63s, Leah Bavois, crowned in Sweden at the IPF World Championships with an amazing showing. And I talked to him if anyone's wondering, is she moving in the 69 kilo class for any major duration? She's not. Um, she's going to jump in here. Some world records might fall, but she's not going to stick around the 69s. So yeah. there it is in terms of the storyline, if you're wondering. Um, nobody here is not picking Leah Bavois. That's a Correct. double negative. It's a double negative. Makes you wonder how. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's going to pick Leah Bavois. How's the rest of this folding up, Arian? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, not only is Leah gonna win, I think she's gonna push the numbers because looking at previous years, it looks like she has pushed at Europeans. Whereas at local meet, she might just like take easier numbers like she did at that Girl Power meet. And I think maybe that getting called on depth on that third squat worlds is probably like bothering her. She wants to come back and like get that squat and put together the bigger total that she wants. So I think she's gonna she's gonna push the numbers and she's gonna put something big, five fifty plus. And then from there, I think. Um, is gonna do well moving up because she did that major cut that we discussed about going into worlds from her weightlifting meet. So and, and from a, a equipped meet. So I think <laughs> now not not having to do that cut and make the sixty threes. We're at worlds for equipped. She weighed in sixty eight point nine and she did really well. She made nine nine for nine. It was like a big turnaround from classic worlds to open worlds. So I think staying in that sixty nine for here is gonna do really well for her. I think she's gonna put up a big number. Probably go over five hundred kilo total. Um, so I think then, uh, Susanna Argyle is going to drop to third with her 485 total that she has from a couple months ago. I think, you know, she's missed, she missed a few attempts there. Um, she has traveled. She did, uh, Sweden in 2019. So she has the experience, but I think with Ivana not cutting weight, it's just going to be too much for her. So I got Leah, Ivana, Susanna.
0: Here's, nicely done. Here's the thing with, uh, Yvonne, I was talking to her at the APF world championships and, um, take this for what it's worth. I don't know if this means anything, but she's done a lot of Olympic weightlifting and she started getting injured shoulders due to it. Um, it's roughed it up, but she's like, she's a good Olympic weightlifter as well. She couldn't say no to doing it, but she said it's affected her bench press and affected her lifts a little bit. Um, so while the weight, not weight cutting will help. I I don't know entirely where her head's at in terms of, um, is she still balancing between the two? Is she still, is she all in? Is she half in? Is she affected by the Olympic weightlifting training that she's doing? Her full send. I mean, she won the world championships before. She's a world open world champion and she's, you know, she's crazy strong. I don't, I don't know though. I don't want to, I'm not sure. Tori, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I don't think there's any question about Leah coming first, but I also have Ivana in second. Just because she, like, she recently came third at Worlds, and I think what we saw at Worlds is kind of what we can expect from her um, now at Europeans. So hopefully she can be consistent off of that performance. And then I have Susanna in third with a 485 total um, at the British Open Classic. Um, yeah, those are my top three picks. What do you think, Bill? Yeah,
1: same top three. Um
3: I have um,
1: Leah, though, setting the world record squat in the 69-kilo class and the world record total in the 69-kilo class. So then she'll have the squat and and total in the 63 and the 69. But my question is, does she out-total the 76 world record total?
0: You son of a bitch. Tori, don't get mad, but you know that's our girl. I was gonna
2: say,
1: is that that's our yes. girl, Tori?
0: Relax, I got this. <laughs> say less, mean. say less. I got this, but that's an that's an insult, sir. And and it's you will remind yourself that's an insult. Five
1: sixty three is a tall order for sure, but it's not impossible. You know, fifteen extra kilos on the total, it's not impossible. And I guess the other question is, do you think she would take a shot at the world record deadlift in the sixty nine kilo class, which is Kimberly Walford's at two forty? So, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of accolades that could come from this meet from, for Leah, who's a 63 kilo lifter, bumping up a class and just basically dominating and setting a bunch of world records. Yeah. But anyway, so then I'll take Ivana for second place. Um, She's got the pedigree. She's, you know, not going to cut weight, so it'll be nice for her. She's got a really nice deadlift. Like you know, she'll probably hit a two twenty 230-ish deadlift. So her and uh Leah might go back and forth for the gold medal on that because that's what they did on um the last European championships two years ago. Uh that's the first time that's Leah's first international win, which is over Ivana in the 63 kilo class, then. So that was pretty cool. Um, and no one really expected that yet, which was nice. So uh, and then uh, Susanna Argyle in third place, same as you guys.
0: I got the same podium. Um, I mean, Ivana hit a and half at Worlds, and as long as she's she's healthy, I, 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 she should be able to do something like that again. And she doesn't have to cut and everything, which is going to help as well. So she'll probably do around there, maybe a little more. It depends on how things go. And, um, yeah, Susanna will probably take the bronze medal here. And it's going to be the Leah Babois show. Really. If it's going to come down to it. I think the podium's pretty well established unless something crazy happens along the way, but it'll be what Leah Babwa can do in terms of what world record she can do, how far she can push the world record. And, um, I don't know. It's hard to tell. We've never seen Leah as a 69 before. Um, and and if she starts threatening the seventy six kilo world, <laughs> record, holy moly, would that be ins- insane? But um, we'll see. I don't know if she's going to go that far. She's she unless only fifteen kilos, dude. It's only fifteen kilos. Yeah, that's the that's the craziest part. It's only fifteen it, it, kilos. It is. It's respectable. If fifteen kilos a top end is quite a bit though. But like like pulling fifteen more kilos out of her, I mean, look, it, it's it, it's crazy. She's, she's a special talent, no question about it. We'll see how it goes. Um, but speaking of the 76s, we'll move in. And uh, Jenner from Norway, Mark Jenner, surprised a lot of people at the IPF World Championships taking a silver medal in a super stack 69 kilo class, and she's back for the European Championships, and she will be met by uh, a host of the Europeans best two Brits Pretty close. Sophia Ellis, who's got a monster deadlift, um, is returned. But what do you guys think is going to happen here? Because it looks like on paper that uh, Jenner's got quite the lead.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Marta will definitely – listen, if Marta is there, she takes this. Here's the biggest question. Is Norway going to show up to the European Championships? Norway is pretty upset with the IPF right now after what happened at – open equipped worlds um with some questionable jury calls let's put it that way so there's been some talk about them kind of boycotting the ipf and possibly not showing up so as long as norway shows up i think marta takes it um then i like sophia ellis for second place and then emily Greenway for third place in this one so a lot of brits uh taking um you know the podiums for the male and female in this is good Brits got shoot us.
0: Shoot us. got shoot us. I don't know. So you think they might actually uh, protest? I, I don't I know about know. that.
1: I, I, I haven't talked to anybody about it, but yeah. I've, I've seen some stuff posted that they're not very happy. Um, the jury overturned a call illegally. Right? I mean, right, Arian? I mean, technically it's illegal, right?
2: I guess she, she dropped the bar and it was three reds. So technically by rule, you cannot overturn that.
1: Right. Um, so that's kind of what were, Norway was upset about and their, their lifter ended up getting bumped off of the podium because of that. Or then the woman came back and hit the deadlift. But anyway, so yeah, so there's been some talk, but again, I, I assume they show up yeah. but as long as they're there. As long as Marta's there, she wins the 76 class.
0: I think they show because, um, to to pull a whole team and all of them don't get to lift the Europeans because of that call. If I was someone on the team, like yeah, look, and I feel bad about it, but I'm lifting. <laughs> like I'm not missing out on my opportunity because of one call in the world. But um, but anyways, I don't want to make a storyline if it's we don't. When, you, know. when
1: you're when you're state and country
2: funded, you don't have a choice in that, my friend.
0: We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't think. The, I don't think the, I don't think it's going to happen. But um, uh, yeah. Uh, I think. I was gonna-
2: I was gonna say, but on the flip side, if they're funded by the country, then if the organization pulls out, they may get in trouble for that. Like if they already pay if the country already paid for it and everything like that, and then the organization decides to pull lifters, the country's gonna be like, what the hell?
0: I don't see the country pulling out. I see the organization might be upset and the country be like, wow.
2: But I think the whatever it is, the Ministry of Sport could get mad at the organization for making that for pulling off their lifters when they had already paid for and everything was already budgeted for.
0: Right, Right. I think they're lifting, but um, I think I think
1: over to the Virginia pro that next week. Well,
0: yeah. Bills is trying to kick some, some, dirt. he's got the sound bites for us. People are like, is this fucking real? Is this, <laughs> he, uh, Bill's wearing his USAPL t-shirt and he's like, all I'm saying is if Mart ends up in Virginia next weekend, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> that's all. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying anything more, but, um, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I think she's got that locked up. I'm going to take Sophia Ellis, uh, for the silver medal. Um, she's got a, she's got a monster deadlift metal than the deadlifts of the IPF worlds. The IPF worlds was not, she's got more in the tank as well. Um, her total is a bit, little bit misleading. I think she's going to put up more than this. I think she's going to tip into the 500s and she'll establish herself. So she won't have to lean on that deadlift as much to secure that silver medal. So it won't be as close as you might think, but, um, but she's got the deadlift in the rack pocket if she needs it. Cause she's got, a, in terms of the medal contenders, let's take a look here. I think she's got, the, she's the biggest deadlift threat and she is yeah which can pull you out of danger even if she hits the fan with squats and dead or squats and bench sometimes so sophia is my second pick in greenway coming in on my bronze and uh tori what are you thinking
3: yeah i have the same picks as you guys i think it'll be interesting to see Marta come as come in as a 76 kilo lifter she previously won or came second at Worlds as a 69 kilo. Uh,
0: that's second. right. I totally forgot about that storyline. That'll be there.
3: exciting. And yeah. She holds a squat world record in that class, I think, too, 60, in the 69 kilo class. Yep. So, like, she's a huge squat, and usually you have the biggest advantage on squat when you gain a little bit of weight. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, I think that will be exciting. I also have Sophia Ellison in, in second and Emily Greenway in, in third.
0: You know, I totally forgot about that, that, uh, it was at the 69 kilo class. So that total could be a huge bump, um, depending on how much weight she gained. If she, like, if she has to cut pretty big for 69, maybe she doesn't gain a lot of weight in the interim, but without a cut, you might feel all types of strong. It'll be interesting to see where she takes that total. If she takes it and runs with it. Hmm. And, uh, how about the 84s?
2: Whoa! I didn't get to give my oh, oh. Arian.
0: Sorry, my friend. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, it's basi- It's basically the same thing. But yeah, I found it interesting how some of these lifters, um, I guess for me for Europeans are not as worried about being in the regular weight class. They're all like, yeah, hey, let's move up. So like Olga's like, I'll move up, and Leah's like, I'll move up, and Mark is like, I'll move up, and they all just kind of shifted up. Um, <laughs> the, the lifter is missing from this is Angelina. Just like we didn't have Fedisyenko on the men's side, we don't have Angelina here on the women's side. Um, She's an not- eighty four, isn't she? Uh, but I don't see her on eighty four either.
1: That's right. right. Yeah.
2: She, she's not nominated. So she didn't go at 76 or, or 84. So not sure what's there, but yeah, I think similar thing, uh, Marta with uh moving up a weight class and having that, that buffer on Sophia, she's going to get that first place. Sophia. Yeah. Same thing. She had some issues with the elbow lockout on bench. I think she'll come back and get that. And with her big deadlift, maybe get into that 500 kilo range. I think the battle there is going to be for third place is Emily Greenway, did 475 and 477.5 in her last two meets this year. And then Lena did 475.5 in a meet a few months ago. So that would be nice little battle there. Uh, It seems like Emily Greenway is going to have the bigger deadlift, but by a little bit. So it's going to be, it's going to be close there. But like I said, I'm going with the Brits. So I'll take Emily Greenway. Like you all for third place.
0: You wonder with everybody moving up, if they're all like in a group chat, like, (laughs) Yeah, we moving up. We, eating, we we eating good this fall, or what's up? Because <laughs> we had to keep it tight all summer. And let's let's come on, let's celebrate. We're coming off the world championships. Let's just, all move up one weight class. Um, all right, now let's. Speaking of moving up a weight class, let's go into the eighty fours. So, what are you thinking, Arian? Uh, looking at the eighty fours, looks like we have got in terms of nominations, we've got quite the spread here. But then it gets close in in second and third.
2: I mean, again, for me, it's some newer lifters that I I don't necessarily know their names other than, you know, seeing them at Worlds recently. So I believe at Worlds, they got third, sixth, and eighth were those three placings. Yeah, third, sixth, and eighth place are now the uh, top three nominated. So I'm kind of just going off of that, that, um, you know, it's going to be enough of a gap between Kristen and the rest of them. And then from there... Looking at the other two real quick again, Katcha. Yeah, I was like, I was looking at my uh, the results for some reason for worlds or out of order for weight classes. Yeah, Katcha at 497, and then Eleanor was really at 480 at worlds, so I'm not sure where the the 495 came from. Again, Sweden sometimes likes to play a little bit games. I don't know if it's real, if it's train numbers or what it is. So I just stuck with what's listed there. I went Kristen one, Katcha two, and Eleanor three.
0: What are you thinking, Bill?
1: Um, pretty close to the same. I, mean, I think Christian takes this pretty well. I like Katya in second, but I actually have Heidi from Norway in third place. Um, she's normally an equipped lifter, but she's had some decent uh classic totals. And for whatever reason, in her in her um classic meets, she always takes a massive jump for, go for like a record on the deadlift, like every time it looks like. So um, it looks like if she could pad those numbers a little bit more, instead of taking a fifteen to twenty kilo jump or whatever, you know, like Arian said, just take ten, make it, and then she could probably pop into uh, third place. I think here.
0: And what are you thinking, Tori?
3: I'm gonna go with the girls who just competed at Worlds. Uh, so Kristen came third at Worlds, and Katcha came sixth, and Eleanor came eighth. So I'm gonna stack them up exactly like that assuming that they're not going to make any well not going to make significant progress from there but yeah Eleanor was did put in a total that doesn't match what she did at world and I mean I don't know if she could put 15 kilos on her total in that time frame so I'm gonna uh put her in third and ca- catch it in second for sure
0: I don't know enough from the Norwegian to, to make the, the jump that, that Bill is, but that's an interesting side story that Bill gave. Mm-hmm. I was leading as well towards the one, two, three other nominations, and that's how they played out when they did battle at the IPF Worlds, and it wasn't that long ago. So that's why I was fairly comfortable with it, uh, with Kristen taking a bronze medal at Worlds, so she's obviously world-class. But the Norwegian kind of intrigues me and might be a threat for a podium. We'll have to see. Um, Interesting stuff. Let's move into the 84 pluses. Oh, sorry, Arian.
2: I was just going to say it's funny. Uh. I was just going to say, no, it's funny because you had mentioned I started. I was saying. Okay, good. You did, though, I thought. good. In the 76s, Bill was all like, no way, he's not coming. Like, Marte's not going to be there. And then for the 84, it's like, oh, I'm picking the Norwegian girl to get third place, sneak in there. Well, yeah, we have to assume they're coming. I still pick Marte to come. To, to, yeah, I'm just saying. That, like, if we're assuming they're going to be there, then it's like all, all of a sudden, it's a long-time equip lifter. Bill's biased. Oh, yeah, she's going to come. Finally, That's what Bill? M2, M2 equip lifter podium. Let's go.
0: Bill has got the inside scoop on the equip lifters. That's where it really kicks in, and he's going to leave us in the dust. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's take would, a, the, and speaking of a quick lifter, maybe this is a good segue here, um, where Daria from Russia has done a little bit of equipped lifting, the number one nomination with a 630.5 coming in on the nominations here. And when you look at her open powerlifting, only 20 years old, um, mixing in raw and equipped in the last little bit. So Bill's going to like that. And uh, she looks, I don't know, I haven't seen a lot of her lifting. You know, she's super young, coming from Russia on the other side of the world. Um, I'm not watching the streams. They don't always post a whole heck of a lot, but it looks like the goods to me. Um, she's got a bit of a spread here, and we have a bit of a rematch now. So here's how I have her for first, but in terms of the rematch between um, Leach and Emily Merger of France... The nominated totals, obviously, uh, the French lifters got the lead, but it's not how it shook up at the IPF World Championships, where she faltered when it came to the deadlifts. Now she was frustrated, and that might just be an off day because France—you got a total coming out of France—it's legit. You know, French in terms of how they call how, the lifts is pretty pretty on point. Um, so it, it's not a sketchy total. It just depends how she's going to show up you know, is she dealing with some issues here? Can she pull it around? This is going to be extremely tight battle in terms of who's going to take that bronze and who's going to take that silver. I think Daria at 20 years old is a future star here, potentially um, with a 630.5 at 20. Um, and and when you look at her, uh, the, the lifting she's had, I mean, she's at 20 years old. I mean, been powerlifting since 2015, um, she started at 14 years old. She's already a wily veteran here, but, uh, so I'm going to go Daria for gold. And then now we, <laughs> I think I'm going to go leech again. I think what I saw at IPF worlds, I mean, she's got a deadlift on her. And if I have to, if I have to lean, I'm going to go leech, but I'm not, I don't think Emily Merger from France gave her best at worlds and she might surprise some people and and push yourself into a silver medal position. Um, What do you feel, Arian?
2: Yeah, I think – I was trying to remember my picks from Worlds, and I think I went Mieser 1. I know I did pick that. And I think I went Brittany 2 and then Leech 3. And I was like, you know, it was a close battle, but I was wrong on those. So then I was like, oh, do I believe in Mieser coming back and like, you know, executing good technique on Delph and be able to lock it out? Or is it going to be similar issues? So, I'm I'm saying Bozu. Daria is going to be one. She's dominant, um, uh, raw lifting and equip lifting, and very young, going to be the future. So, I have her as one. But I think I'm going to switch it up. Hopefully, it doesn't hurt me. I'm going to go this time Leech as two and Measure as three.
0: Lost faith. You have little little faith. (laughs) Fair fair weather (laughs) fan. Okay. (laughs) What do you think, Tori?
3: Yeah, uh, Daria, I have her as first. I also think she could um, break the bench world record, Bonica Brown's bench record, which is insane. 330-pound bench. Bonica. Oh, sorry, Bonica. I'm so sorry. She'll get upset. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a huge bench for being 20 years old. So hopefully she can pull that off, although it looks like it was some sort of record in open powerlifting that it was like 150, 1.5, which would have been the record. So I don't know. She attempted already. But then I have Emily Leach in second because she has the advantage on the deadlift. And then Emily in third um, because she's been uh, her deadlifts out worlds were a little weird. I don't know if she can come back from that quite yet. (laughs) So those are my picks.
0: Yeah, it's not a lot of time to turn it around, but she has posted up a big one. Um what are you saying there, Billy Mack?
1: Um yeah, I'm gonna go Daria first place here. I'm gonna say that um Emilia from France fixes the deadlift and at least gets two of them in. So she um she'll take second place and then we'll go with uh Emily Leach from Sweden in third place.
0: The rematch you think um Emily Emerger is gonna take the rematch. <laughs> Against yeah, Leach, maybe I mean, we got a rivalry,
1: yeah, no, I mean, again, she missed both her deadlifts, right, If she would have made one of them, then she would have been pretty much okay, yeah, but um yeah, so hopefully she has a little bit smarter attempts than that, or whatever it's going to be, and then you know, they go from there.
0: I want to ask you guys about Daria, though, at twenty years old with a six thirty point five, how far can we go here? I don't know much about her coming out of Russia. Up, you and know, she, it's just tough won, to she
1: just won the Open Equip World Championships last month. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's she's phenomenal for sure.
0: Is she, is uh, she like a future? What are we talking about here? I didn't know she won the world's already in Equipped. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: so is she the second best lifter in equipped and raw in the world behind Bonica? Possibly. Um, but she's also again 20 years old yeah so give her three four five years and it could be um you know pretty solid in the uh, world records in both if she keeps going for both i mean you know there's not very many people that do that right i mean you can count them on one hand that are the elite in the classic and the equipped and daria's is already one of them at 20 years old so mm. it's pretty damn impressive
0: and Bonica's got a 671 total, was it or around there? Right?
1: 675 is her best. But is yeah. it okay?
0: Um, and, and is it 671's maybe the world record? 675 is yeah. her personal. That's okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, that's still a little ways away, obviously. But um, at 20 years old, man, you gotta you gotta watch she's already won worlds in equipped, you know. We'll we'll have to pay close attention. Um, and if see if she can make a little bit of a push on that, but at 20. You know by the time she's 23, where's she gonna be at? Um, it'll be exciting. Let's take a look at possible junior highlights for the women's. See if we uh did you had already mentioned about uh Jacob Jade in the 57 kilo class for the juniors. Definitely someone you're gonna watch out for in Italy for the 63s. My goodness, Bernardi from Italy is an absolute monster. Um, she put up a 505.5. At the IPF World Championships. And if you're paying attention, that would have won the open world championships last time we were in Sweden. Um I'm expecting her to bump that. I think let's if uh has she did she lift at girl power as well? And I think she bumped it at girl power and it's at 5'10, if I'm not mistaken. I'll pull that up here. Going off of memory, but she's definitely a special talent. I'm we're talking world championship level with Sam Calhoun. Um Level, yeah, so she was 507 at Girl Power, so she's definitely somebody you want to pay attention to. Representing Italy, she is a future star, no question about it. In the 63s, as well as um, Sarah Naldi, uh, Alba Bolstrom from Sweden. I mean, 63s got a lot of killers in there. Uh, looking up, I, I remember Agnes Rudin in the 69 kilo class, she's the reigning world champion in the juniors for the 69 kilo. Um, she was a light 69 kilo as well. And when she fills out 69 kilo, she, it's only going to get bigger and better from there, as well as Clara Perrault. Um, That was a battle in the APF world. It's going to be a battle here at the European cl- uh, Championship in the junior 69s. So that will be an exciting battle for the juniors in the 69 kilo class. And uh, as we skim along, recognize Vilma Olsen in the 6- 76 kilo class. She's also small for 76 kilo class. If she fills it out, Who knows where she's going to be at. She's a reigning world champion as well. That's returning. Keep skimming here. And if there's people, I know I'm just running off. I probably took all of your notes that you guys wanted to say.
2: (laughs) The the only other one I saw was actually from the sub junior 57s from Ireland. I don't know if her name is pronounced uh, Louise Quinn. Uh, That was like one of the top lifters I saw in the sub juniors. She won sub junior worlds and she tried 165.5 deadlift twice and missed that world's. But I'm looking at the, world, at the world record deadlift, and it's 157.5. So they went from 155 to 165.5 and skipped over the 157.5 world record. So maybe now at Europeans, you know, they don't have to worry about the world championship. She'll come and get that world record deadlift. And she's kind of close to the total as well. The total is 392.5, and she's at 380. So. Maybe they were trying to push for that uh at world, so that'd be another interesting uh lifter there.
0: Yeah, I've seen I've been reposting her on King of Lift, she's good as well. Anybody else we might be missing? I mean, there's a lot of people in here, but uh <laughs> off the top of your head as you as you skim um, through this. No.
2: No, I think at the one-offs, like you said, Jay J- Jacob is going to be interesting. The 63s, the battle of the two Italians will be interesting. In um, the 69s, again, seeing that battle again of Agnes and Clara because Clara kind of had the lead going in and she had to open up really heavy on Delift, And and then that's when Agnes caught up to her. So we'll see if she's has able to put on some strength and, and then select some better attempts on Delift and be able to come back and pull off the win.
0: Yeah, Agnes is a bit um, like yeah, she's a bit of a subtotal, and Clara's got that monster a deadlift. Because um, Agnes, I think at Worlds, took a, a world record squat and bench, and then Clara, if she can get her dead together, right, is where she's got a record actually a chip there. I, I mean, the she, left... sorry, I think, I, like Clara
2: op- I think Clara opened up with like the world record deadlift.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's going it's it's literally a battle between a subtotaler and a deadlifter, and it's super close. And um, and it's France and Sweden, which are two powerhouses in powerlifting. It's a good one. That's one of the better battles to look forward to for sure, as well as Bernardi and see what the hell she's going to do because she's killing it in the 63 Juniors.
2: Then the only thing I was going to ask you guys is uh, for best lifter in the open, do you think anyone other than Leah and Anatoly has a shot of winning?
0: I think Anatoly's got this, but um... – I didn't crunch the numbers there. If if Gustav hits his big total, we were talking about Bill. Is that is he he's probably too far off though, right?
1: No, he would need like eight ninety and change.
0: No, okay. No, he's not yeah. doing
1: if Anatoly does what he did at Worlds.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you like what. Four points difference.
0: I'll tell you what, those squats were shaky. But they got better for some reason. His, his opener was shaky, and his third was better than his opener. It's yeah. freaking wild. But, no, nah, I can't see too many people surprising the, the best lifters.
1: Yeah, I mean, t- if Tiff goes 4'10", at like 45 kilos, maybe.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just throwing – Yeah, yeah.
0: Stuff. No, I know what you mean. Nah, that was – Tori, what do you think? Is there any upsets for the best lifters? Is it Leah and Anatoly?
3: No, I think they both have it pretty locked in. And they're experienced lifters too, so they're yeah. going to be hard to beat.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They're not overpressed, right? So they don't have to go crazy and overextend and possibly miss. Uh, they kind of them just are...
3: have to do what they have already been doing. Exactly. So. If if
0: there was someone there that was going to press one of them, Okay. Yeah, you could see somebody in a dogfight, and all of a sudden, but uh, that's not the case. It's not what we got.
1: All right, here we go, real quick. Ashton or Anatoly? Who has the higher total after next week?
0: Uh, wait a minute. What?
1: Ashton has the VA Pro on Saturday. And yeah, yeah. Anatoly has
2: Europeans next week.
3: Hmm. Ashton, there's money on the line.
2: Ashton's going big. Uh, are you, Are you saying? Bill, are you saying who has the higher total of those two meets, or yes, out of yes. all of their meets,
1: who totals the most? At, you know,
0: those two meets as it's close
1: cause... as as close as the head head we're gonna get is you know mm-hmm. they're competing a week apart. So,
0: oh my god, this is what we got to do. They're two different worlds. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah,
1: this is what we got now. So that's all I'll we got like, right now.
2: I'll take time. Ashton because I'm assuming I'm assuming Ashton's in Virginia right now. So you know it's a no, no travel for him, and and uh, he's going for points and stuff like that. And he might just put up a, you know, a big delph at the end just to put up a big total. Once he already has the win,
0: right. I, th- I think I think Ashton, um, you know, but uh, I mean it's it's gonna because I don't think Anatoly is gonna be overly pressed, and um, he'll be lifting like so, you know, be kind of random. Whereas Ashton, well, Ashton's not gonna be overly pressed either. I think we all hate him a pretty heavy favorite.
2: But but like when mm-hmm. Anatoly's not pressed, doesn't he? Like sometimes, Cruise Bill like was Anatoly the one who like chips the delaf uh, the, the squat world record on purpose by like half a kilo. So
1: pretty much, yeah. From what I understand from his some of his videos is that he gets paid for world records, so he'll just kind of. Oh, that's a loaded
0: question, there, Bill. You yeah. should have said that before you asked us. Oh,
1: I was going <laughs> to say that, and with my answer, at the
0: end. ah, like, oh. well, there it is, man. <laughs> because, um, yeah, there's world records available at Europeans, but if this is the case, and for sure, he's it's going to be Ashton then, and until gonna... when it when
2: it's it fantasy is... and previews and everything, that's all about secrets, man. Who, what the kind of information Ryan gets from people in the DMs and all that stuff?
1: Yeah, I think it, also too, like. It's pro- it's probably in his head that like, if there are you know if Sheffield is a thing that happens in the next year or two, that you know the lower the world records are, the easier mm-hmm. that will be for him to break. The more money you could possibly make at that meet too. So,
0: if you want to talk about money meets, that's the mother of all money meets, and because that's literally
1: what he did. that's what he did last time at last Europeans where he didn't take a third deadlift. He was like, no, I'm, I have Sheffield coming up. I'm not going to do. I'm literally not taking my third deadlift so I can easily break the record.
0: Yeah. And why wouldn't you? He had the, he had the, he won on the second and he's going to chill. Um, so yeah, it might as well. He'll be strategic with it. He's winning IPF worlds. He's winning best lifter at worlds. And um, yeah, he's doesn't got to prove nothing to nobody. All right. Is there any other questions, Bill, off the, off the hip you want to hit us with?
2: I think that's about it. Okay, cool. (laughs) His next question is like, does Sheffield happen in 2023? Yeah, exactly. It's like, (laughs) all
0: right, man, this is another podcast. I guess the next
2: time we're together is going to be
1: the uh, year in review and the awards ceremony. For
0: 2021?
1: What year you want to
0: do? Yeah. Let's do <laughs> <laughs> what year do you want to do? I picked 1999. That's what we're doing. Let's go, baby. Let's Dude, I, thought go. Bill, I,
2: I thought Bill was trying to say the next time we'll all see each other in person. It'll be like years. Well, I, I
0: thought, thought that's where he's here. going for a second there too.
2: We're literally never going to see each other again.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, Bill. Come on, man. Um, all right. Well, that concludes it. The European Championship men's division